0: Hello everyone, welcome back inside the UC Health Training Center for today's edition of Broncos Now. Team reporter and host Sydney Jones here, and coming up on today's episode, we'll hear from head coach Nathaniel Hackett as he reflects on Thursday night's game and gives an injury update. Plus Broncos lead writer Eric DeLalla joins the show for a recap of the Broncos' loss at home. All that and more coming up. The Broncos fell at home 12-9 on Thursday night to the Indianapolis Colts and now sit at 2-3. Head coach Nathaniel Hackett spoke to the media today during his press conference to reflect on that loss and discuss how they look to improve moving forward.
1: I think we're in the process of we're going to evaluate everything. We're going to sit down as an offensive staff. We're going to look at all the things that we thought were good, things that sometimes they look good, and we might not have capitalized on them, so we don't necessarily want to just throw those things out of there. Uh, We just want to find ways to get guys open and give them the opportunity to make plays. That's what we're looking for, and we're going to be sure that we look at it with a fine-tooth comb, all of us, every single one of us, to try to put those guys in the best position possible.
0: Denver win 2-for-15 on third down, and and 0-4 in the red zone on Thursday night. Coach, I could address some of those struggles and how he looks to work on that efficiency.
1: Starts with efficiency on first and second down. Uh, All those third downs, when you look at them, they are very, very long. I mean, we're talking seven plus for all of them and a lot of them in 10 plus and 11 plus. Uh, We have to do better on those first downs. We're playing behind the chains and I feel like a broken record. We've been saying that for the first five games, Uh, whether it be a penalty, whether it be a, a drop, a mis-execution, things like that. And it starts with me. I have to do better coaching the guys. I have to do a better job at making sure that the guys know where to be, when to be there, and Russ to be able to see it and be able to execute it. Uh, So it's across the board, whether it be a run play or a pass play, uh, because if you're playing behind the chains as much as we are, it's going to be hard to, to move the ball. And I think that's where it starts on that third down. So we're putting ourselves in bad positions there.
0: The defense put up another dominant performance on Thursday night. They sacked Colts quarterback Matt Ryan six times, forced two turnovers, and held Indianapolis to four field goals. Coach Hackett praised their performance today and said that the offense needs to be more efficient for that unit.
1: Right now, the defense is playing at an unbelievably high level. And I think that from a guy that played defense, I, I absolutely love watching those guys go out there and play. Uh, Being on the offensive side of the ball, it it kills me not to be more efficient and better for those guys and this team. And uh, we need to be better in the run game. We need to be better in our efficiency and our drive length, the three and outs. We need to take those out. But it starts with not having those self-inflicted wounds, getting behind the chains. That's what's so important, and that's what we have to focus on, whether it be a penalty like I said, or a lost yard, anything like that. We have to do more high-efficiency plays to get us in those manageable situations so we can keep the defense off because they're playing too much. And uh, when they are out there, they're playing great, but we don't want them to be on the field that much. We have to do a much better job on offense to be able to protect them, and it starts with running the ball.
0: Now it's time to take a look at today's injury update following Thursday's game. Very unfortunate news today. Coach Akin announced that Garrett Bowles needs surgery and will be out for this season. Plus, cornerback Ronald Darby tore his ACL and will also miss the remainder of this season. Inside linebacker Josie Jewell has a knee sprain, and he will be week to week. And outside linebacker Baron Browning has a wrist sprain. Luckily, he will only be day to day. Coach Hackett commented on these injuries and how the team will look to move forward.
1: Injuries are things that, as a coach, I can't control. I mean, especially the ones that we're having. It's not things that are going to you know, guys are going to be able to come back from, you know, they're, they're long term things. And that's part of this game. And as a coach, I can't control it. I can only move forward. I can only go to the drawing board and grind and try to find ways to put people in good positions. And the new guys that are going to have to go in there. Uh, we have to find a way to make those guys successful. I mean, that's our job. And uh, it crushes me because they're such good guys and they've worked so hard. And, you know, we're two and three right now. And that's not where we wanted to be, but that's where we are. And I feel bad for those guys that, that they can't be part of us bring us out of this. And uh, But they are going to be there for us.
0: Now joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio is Broncos lead writer Eric Dalala. Eric, a tough loss at home last night. The Broncos fell to two and three. Just to start, what were kind of your main takeaways from, from the game?
2: Yeah, too many missed opportunities. I mean, that's what it basically boils down to. The Broncos defense played really, really well. Again, um, it felt a lot like that Niners game it felt like the second half of that Seahawks game it felt like parts of the Raiders game the the Broncos defense did everything they could um, Especially in the first half the Colts just could not get anything going and, and all night Matt Ryan's under pressure and and the Broncos just had opportunity after opportunity to, to put this game away to make a game-changing play to Push a lead from 3 0 or 6 0 to to 13 or, nothing or 20 I mean there were chances all game long and the Broncos just couldn't execute, and then there at the end of the game made a critical mistake uh, with just over two minutes to play, gave the Colts the chance they needed. And unfortunately, Sydney, that's what happens in this league if you don't put teams away when you have the chance. Give them opportunity after opportunity; they're going to make the most of it, and uh, that's what the Colts did. And and the Broncos suffered a tough loss.
0: Looking at this offense, Eric, you know I feel like we've seen these bursts of really big plays, really great plays, but. They just can't seem to find the rhythm together. You know, we heard coach Hackett talk about it today during his press conference. He says, you know, it starts with coaching, just executing in general. Why do you think? Maybe they haven't been able to click yet.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, part of it I think is they still need some of this time, but you've gotten to the point in the season where you've got to figure it out quickly here because now you're sitting at two and three, you've lost two consecutive games heading to play LA next Monday night, a game that they desperately need to win to get back on track. Um, You know, it's the negative plays. It's a misblocking assignment that leads to a tackle for loss. It's a pre-snap penalty that puts you in a a first and 15 or a first and 20 instead of first and 10. It's having a big play to Jerry Judy or to Cortland Sutton and then not being able to follow up on it. The Broncos have just not been able to consistently string plays together. And unfortunately, you then, you know, it takes away from the great plays that they are making or – Uh, You know, I thought particularly last night there were times where they were so close. I mean, Andrew Beck has a touchdown catch in his his arms in the end zone, can't quite finish the play. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there are other situations throughout the game. You have have a first and ten on the nine-yard line, and and you go backwards. And so the Broncos offense just needs to find some semblance of consistency. But, you know, Nathaniel Hackett said it best, I thought, was, hey, especially with the third and longs, he knows, he said, I I sound like a broken record. Yeah. And so they're tired of talking about it. Obviously, fans want this to be fixed. So that's where it stands for me, Cindy, is you kind of just need to see things happen. now. We've heard that it needs to change. It's got to happen.
0: Plus, you know, the team really struggled in the red zone again, went over four, and then talk about third downs. They were, I think, two for 15 on, on third downs. How do, you, how do you improve that moving forward? You mentioned, you know, we got a Monday night game, so they have more time now to really dial in on some of those um, inconsistencies.
2: I mean, the, the mistakes have to stop in terms of drops, in terms of missed throws, missed blocks, the penalties. That's one thing. You've got to have more positive plays on first and second down so that you're facing more third and fours, third and fives instead of third and 11, third and yeah. 12, third and nine. That's not sustainable. That's not a great way to play offense. Um, And then in the red zone, you know, I think just you've got to execute and have those positive plays, especially running the football. Um, We've seen the Broncos have some success with that. I I thought they were actually pretty good running the football uh, in the red zone last night. But you've just got to see a little bit more of it. And the Broncos, that might be their philosophy right now is, hey, as Russ figures things out here, let's run the football. Let's keep our defense off the field because Mm -hmm. That was a big issue, too. The, the Broncos played great defense, but just too many snaps on the field for too long. And so if you can run the football in the red zone, score some points, um, keep the defense off the field. Maybe that's the recipe that works here, especially as you get into some of these games, Sydney, against really top-end quarterbacks. Right. You, know, you got Justin Herbert coming up, Trevor Lawrence in a few weeks, mm-hmm. and then obviously the a, a very dangerous back half of your schedule. It's not going to work if you let... Herbert or Mahomes be out there for 40 minutes. So maybe running the football, shortening these games is a way to uh, find success.
0: Well, Eric, let's look at this defense a little bit more. Like you mentioned, they put up another dominant performance on Thursday night, you know, held the Colts to just four field goals, really got after Matt Ryan. He was sacked six times. Coach Hackett said it, you know, they've been playing at an unbelievably high level. I feel like there's not anything more you could ask this defense to do.
2: No, I mean, in the, credit to the defense. They yeah. said, hey, we could have gotten a stop on that last drive of regulation. And, you know, they were close. Mm-hmm. Bradley Chubb was inches away from a strip sack at the beginning of the drive. And, and somehow they're able to make a catch and kind of a weird play. Mm-hmm. Then Bradley Chubb does have a strip sack and they're not quite able to recover it. I mean, the Broncos have, I believe, forced nine fumbles this season now. And they've recovered very few of them. So some bad luck there yeah. for them. Um, so the game could have ended right there. But... Yeah, I mean, other than if you're saying, okay, well, hey, step up and make a stop on that final drive, which is asking a lot of a defense that was out there for a lot of Long the game. Yeah. Um, but no, they did what they're supposed to do. And when you face an offense that's without its best playmaker in Jonathan Taylor, that's has a quarterback that's struggling with turnovers, you want to take advantage. You want to force interceptions. You want to record sacks. And the Broncos did both of those things, six sacks, mm-hmm. two interceptions, of Matt Ryan, uh, both by Caden Searns, who played really well. Yeah. The, that's what you expect from them. And listen, it should have been enough, Sydney. I mean, six points for most of the game, only able to get to nine there at the end of regulation and hold them to 12, including overtime. That should be enough 10 out of 10 times, especially, you know, it wasn't like the Colts ground up the clock and the Broncos only had six or seven possessions. Mm-hmm. Broncos had plenty of opportunities. So you know, the defense did everything they could have done. And, and then Nathaniel Hackett said it's killing him to not be able to take advantage of how well they're playing right now they know he knows the offense needs to get it fixed yeah. for the defense's sake
0: Eric I want to talk a little bit more about this pass rush I mean Bradley Chubb dominated at two and a half sacks I think you know it was five and a half on the season but I like the guys who stepped up in Randy Gregory's place too you know Baron Browning he had one and a half I thought Nick Bonito made an impact too it seemed like they didn't really skip a beat
2: yeah they were they were really good um Bradley Chubb like you mentioned he looks kind of as advertised, like the guy you expected coming into this year, currently tied for second in the NFL in sacks going into this weekend. Um, Baron Browning, I believe, had six quarterback hits. Wow. He showed a really good burst off the line of scrimmage. There was one play where he was moving kind of in sync with the snap. You couldn't have timed it any better. Um, and then you're right, some of the kind of depth guys, and Nick Benito, Jonathan Congo, mm-hmm. they went out there and made you know good contributions when they needed to. And I think a credit to the defense as well, was that guys kept going down all over the field, and yet they didn't miss a beat. I mean, you had different starters exit the game, some for the whole game, some for parts of the game. Guys came in, they just kept finding a way to make plays. And you know, that, that's an offensive line that struggled, obviously. So we'll see what happens when the Broncos go to L.A. next week. That'll be another test. Um, you know, Justin Herbert may be a little bit more mobile there in the pocket. Um, but, but for their first showing without Randy Gregory, I agree. I, I thought it was a good sign.
0: Eric, you mentioned some of the injuries there. We heard from Coach Hackett earlier in the show. He announced that Garrett Bowles and Ronald Darby will miss the remainder of the season. Awful news. I mean, this team has really hit the injury bug this past week. How does this team really move forward and kind of just replace some of those key starters?
2: Yeah, it's hard. I mean, Ronald Darby had been playing really well, I thought. Um, And to Damari Mathis' credit, he's come in and and really filled that void well. I thought he played nicely um, in Ronald Darby's absence. But... You know, you get a little thin there, and we're only through five games of the season, and so you hope they're able to stay healthy at that position the rest of the way. Um, and then at left tackle, I would assume Calvin Anderson is going to step in there, even though Nathaniel Hackett said they're still going to evaluate the best option there. But just when you lose these players, you kind of wonder you know, how much longer can we sustain some of these injuries. It, it tests your depth. It tests your ability to, um, I think, run some of the stuff that you want to run. Um, but the Broncos are going to have to find a way because they don't have another option right now.
0: Good point. Yeah. Well, Eric, last one here for you. You know, only 10 days or 10 days now until the team plays their next game, little mini bye week for them here. How do they move past this? You know, how do they get back on track with this extra period of time?
2: Yeah. I mean, one, you've got to heal up, you've got to get healthy. A guy like Baron Browning, who's day to day with a wrist injury, um, this is good for him in terms of his chances to be able to play Definitely. against the Chargers. Um, I think as an offense, you've got to take this opportunity to really dig deep and evaluate what are we doing that's working, what are we doing that's not working, and how can we take those things and fix them? Because the Broncos now face a situation where at two and three, if you drop to two and four, you're not in a good spot. And so you really need to find a way to win this football game. Um, it's a division opponent, a chance to kind of make a statement that hey, th- things are not over. And I know outside the building. You know, there's a lot of uh, panic. There's a lot of concern. Um, these guys have to find a way to stick together. They've got to review this film, figure out what went wrong, and then flush it, get a little bit of a break, and turn ahead to the Chargers and find a way to get a win to keep this season going um, because there are still, what, 12 games left? Yeah, I mean,
0: it's still early.
2: It's still early, but you've got to find a way to, to turn things around here quickly. And so I think it's a good time. You know, the Broncos talked about after the Raiders game. Hey, we, we can turn the page quickly to the Colts. Mm-hmm. We can find a way to get a win. Well, that obviously didn't happen. Yeah. I think it is good here for the, for the Broncos to be able to get away for a couple of days, reset their minds, and then come back and get back to work.
0: I agree. Well, Eric, appreciate your time and your insight today. I hope you get away for a couple of days and reset your mind too. Appreciate your time.
2: Thanks. You too, Sid.
0: Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos. Now Broncos country. Thanks so much for tuning in today and every day. I hope you'll meet me on the Broncos podcast network and YouTube next week for another episode. Have a great weekend.